Hi guys, welcome to the Divine Creators Podcast with Cody Singh. Hello there, welcome, welcome. Cody here. Very, very honored and privileged to connect with you guys once again on this podcast. I love, love, love doing these podcasts. So thank you guys for joining once again. You know, this is something that I do want to prioritize always in some capacity. However, I do want it to be authentic. I do want it to be guided by inspiration. Every single one of these podcasts really were impromptu. They were a result of me receiving a download, receiving inspiration, and following the flow of that idea, the stream of the consciousness of that idea that propelled all of these podcasts that I've recorded that, that uh, you know, produced... All of these topics related to the auras as well as the star seeds. A lot of you guys on the group, and we're going to get into this today, are really referring a lot to your star seed origins. And I'm finally feeling sort of the prompting from my guides to start navigating, talking more about the star seed origins, okay? The ET consciousnesses, what we need to understand about them in a way that is, you know, fun, but also applies and applies to our day-to-day lives as humans as well, okay? What is their role in our day-to-day lives, in our functioning, in our purposes, in our health? Because they, they are, they are connected to that, okay? Particularly when you are braided with a consciousness or when you stem from a consciousness in some capacity. There are multiple different ways that an ET consciousness can integrate with the human. Braiding is just one way. That The braiding is, is interesting because when one is a soul braid, they're actually braiding their extraterrestrial consciousness with your human consciousness. So the human consciousness actually remains while you're, all, you're sort of this dual consciousness or multiple, more than two sometimes where you're able to maintain the consciousness of the human while these extraterrestrial consciousnesses are feeding into that human consciousness. So it sort of folds and dovetails into that human consciousness in attempts to evolve the human consciousness, okay? For many of you, you are braids. For many of you, you are connected to your extraterrestrial consciousnesses. And the places by which you are activating and accessing your intuition, you're actually tuning in and accessing an extraterrestrial presence and you're tuning into the way they perceive your world because they perceive your world from a vibrational lens, okay, from a higher consciousness. So when they are braided with your human consciousness, you have this dual perspective. That's where a lot of the self-doubt will come in, right? Sometimes the human consciousness still wants to hold on to rational, you know, very logical belief patterns that don't align with this vibrational knowledge, okay? So when that happens there, you know, that can manifest as self-doubt, but, you know, it'll come in the form of those of you who are able from time to time to tap into an extra-dimensional consciousness, are able to tap into your intuition from time to time, but sometimes it's harder to tap into it than other times. That's an indication that you are in the process of braiding this consciousness with your human consciousness. It's not just a one and done. It's often, it can take many years. It can take weeks. It can take months. 
It depends on what you are contracted to do, what you are vibrationally a match to doing and shifting. Sometimes you have shifted quite a bit and you know something major probably maybe happened in your life and sometimes these beings will come in not just as a braid, sometimes they'll come in as what we call a walk-in. Okay, so this is more or less the human consciousness is withdrawing and the extraterrestrial presence is completely occupying that quote-unquote human vessel, okay? There are many different types of star seeds that come in for different purposes. There, There's no hierarchy w related to this. It's just based on what your purpose is, what you are meant to do with this being, how you are meant to interact with this being, the purpose that you're meant to interact with this being for. Sometimes there are, for example, like politicians that are braided with certain consciousnesses that they are borrowing bits and pieces of their consciousness to relay their messages, to deliver their speeches, okay? But the thing that you do that I that I am feeling guided to talk more about um, is just some misconceptions about about these beings, okay? Because really, there there is a difference. There is a difference between an alien and an extraterrestrial. Aliens, UFOs, for example, those aren't your guides. When you're seeing these physical UFOs on your planet when you see uh, an unidentified flying saucer or different beings okay there are many different there are many different alien beings beings that are alien to us humans some of them live within the earth they're called agarthan beings and are earth beings there's many different types of beings within the earth many different types of what we would call aliens that have existed on this planet a long time before us that they live within, you know, the caverns of Earth, beneath the Earth, beneath the ocean. There are also extraterrestrial presences, you know, that are non-physical, that did occupy this Earth. And that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about these consciousnesses. Now, this is the real variable here, okay? So first, we're just going to, we're going to talk about the Pleiadians, because the Pleiadians are just, you know, really the most relevant and the most involved consciousnesses a part of our spiritual evolution on this planet right now okay so just using the Pleiadians as an example because the Pleiadians do have a lot of misconceptions as well I mean if you google Pleiadian online it's unbelievable <laughs> you know how many images of of uh, white Nordic blonde people there are to describe Pleiadians when that is just one of the prime misconceptions for Pleiadian beings, I would say, is that they all are, you know, tall, blonde, and blue eyes. When the reason we have so many depictions of that is because when humans were first contacting, or not even first contacting, just in terms of recent years for for our civilization, Pleiadians were contacting the humans during um, in a region that is the Nordic region on Earth. Okay, so the Pleiadians will take the form 
of whatever human that is contacting them. So if you are from Egypt and you are contacting a Pleiadian, the Pleiadian will resemble Egyptian features. If you are Chinese you and you contact your Pleiadian guide, they will come in the form of a being that looks like a Chinese presence. What you need to understand about the Pleiadians is they are a stream of consciousness. They are a stream that pretty much every human being, when you evolve your consciousness, at a certain point you, are be, you begin accessing the Pleiadian consciousness because the Pleiadians are essentially a future version of us. They are us integrated with our crystalline evolved DNA structural structural patterns, okay? And the future of our planet will be, or is intended to be, if we choose that way, to be a blueprint of how we view the Pleiadian race, how we view the Pleiades. Our idea of the Pleiades is what the Earth will become. This is why so many images and so much imagery from what you look up about the Pleiadians resembles Earth because it is Earth. It's going to be Earth. That is what we are aligned with. And we're tapping into the consciousness that represents pre-manifested reality. What we are aligning with. We are tapping into what our future life path potentials are. Okay? And those of us who have starseed connections and have awakened that DNA within us, okay, we're tapped into that future life potential. We're tapped into that Pleiadian knowledge, that Pleiadian awareness. The Pleiades is not a place that you can fly to in a spaceship and land on planet Pleiades. That is not what the Pleiadians are. They are a stream of consciousness, okay? So... If your Pleiadian aspect were to manifest, it would look a lot like you, okay? So those of you who have Pleiadian aspects and you're wondering what they look like, they look a lot like you. Sometimes, you know, if you were to, if I were to look at it clairvoyantly, sometimes I'll see, for example, yeah, it just, it looks a lot like you. They just look a lot more luminescent. Their eyes are, you know, they'll feel like bigger and brighter, you know, and that's essentially what you would like evolve into, okay? When, when or if you evolve into that state of being, okay? That's all dependent on us, our evolution, our life path. It all is reliant on us and our choices and our decisions, okay? So that's like really, really huge, you know, to understand about the Pleiadians and about these evolved consciousnesses to beginning uh to begin with you know um they are light bodies okay that's how we need to understand the pleiades okay they come across as light fractals light beings even sacred geometry okay in merkabas okay they travel with these light patterns okay some people have called the pleiadians you know, the shining ones as well, okay? Because when they present themselves to an eye that's not projecting, you know, it typically will just show as rays of light, okay? Okay, they are very adept and talented at mastering the human design, okay? This is part of their skill set. And uh, being that they are a stream of consciousness, 
we can understand them as a lot of the inspiration and the art and healing and and even um, refuge that we see manifested on this planet is a result of Pleiadian influence, the influence of that consciousness, of that energy that we're all stem from and are connected to does influence our art, our infrastructure, our civilization, our evolution in many different ways. Of course, we have many different influences, but the most conscious influences that we receive in this sort of way do come from the Pleiadians. So I think what we're going to do now is take some questions. So I have the Divine Creators Facebook group open here, and I'm just going to be navigating some of these questions here. There are some really brilliant questions. There's also some readings that can be fun to do, some of your beautiful faces. This, this is why I love coming on this group all the time is because it, it really is like a home away from home for me. I can be anywhere in the world. I've been traveling, you know, and just coming to the group and seeing you guys' faces, seeing your posts, it feels like a community. You guys are building this community as well. I feel the camaraderie. I feel the curiosity stirring. And I can just see your faces as soon as I come on here. And it makes me so happy. So I will definitely get to some of those readings as well. But I do want to see if there's any interesting questions that my guides guide me to that would be relevant. So Jose asked a question here. So I'm being guided here. So Jose says, anyone uh, have any books or podcasts or videos that deepened your knowledge of how to work with energy on a deep mystical esoteric level? Would love to know. Would love to know what is possible. Okay, when with, excuse me, when working with energy and my inner child is like, oh my God, this is like avatar level stuff. And I want to hear more about it. And I would love to peek and see if there's more to learn. Calling all wizards, magics, mystic women, witches, and higher consciousness beings who know the way of energy. Okay. Recommendations. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, dukes. So this is a great question, Jose. And it just is an opportunity for us to dovetail into a couple different areas of conversation. And it's also really relevant because I literally just watched the movie Avatar <laughs> a couple days ago. So that is really synchronistic as well. So in terms of energy, what the first thing that comes to mind, Jose, when I see you read this question is the interest, the interest, the curiosity that sparks an interest to learn about these deeper esoteric energies and how to master them and how to work with it and and how to channel it for um, you know just deep alchemetic purposes or spell work or whatever you know what stands out to me when you ask that is just that you are interested in this and what that tells me the first thing that that tells me whenever I see somebody who's interested in the metaphysical arts or even the way they go on to describe it is very indicative to me. The words you chose, like the wizards, the magicians, the witches, okay? And, and the mystical, esoteric levels. That tells me that your soul lineage is linked to planets and galactic lineage that worked with a lot of these metaphysical arts, okay? So your consciousness is being fed by a consciousness that 
already works with these energies and this sort of alchemy and this sort of quote-unquote magic as you put it the reason why you're being guided to look more into this is because you are in the process of integrating this extraterrestrial presence okay and this is relevant talking about you know what we're talking about here on this group so far um, in this podcast because when you are braided with a consciousness the process of integrating that being is going to come in the form of you downloading their awareness their consciousness their instincts their inspirations what they are guided to braid with you to do you will be guided to do as well okay if they feel drawn to work with you if they felt inspired to connect with you okay it was for a purpose and you will slowly begin to uncover that same curiosity that this being had because that being is you okay and it's not like one happened over the other it's not like this being had this intention so it found you and it you know against your will it was you okay and the multi-dimensional you remember you are not just jose you are you are all of your consciousness okay you are a point of view of every splinter of your consciousness in the universe so the totality of your consciousness concluded that it wants to expand your human aspect more into its collective awareness the way it organizes its knowledge and the things that it knows about spirituality about people about this world about art okay is now going to be fed through your human awareness okay it had a desire for your human awareness to expand and ground that which it wants to know on a deeper level and in way the way that we understand and deepen our awareness of things is by anchoring it into our third dimensional human consciousness because these extraterrestrial starseed consciousnesses are a higher dimensional awareness they are higher dimensional they're non-physical so how do you make something more real you make it physical and that is why every single one of you have incarnated on this planet at this time it's because you were an idea a non-physical idea an inspired thought that is floating in the ethers that got powerful enough and strong enough and a strong enough desire and a strong enough curiosity that it propelled you into this physical existence as a human being and this human being a human is not the first time that you've existed you've existed far long and infinitely before this human experience okay so when you incarnate as this human you are now linked to the totality of your consciousness to all of these beings okay and jose for you uh, you know of course a lot of your insights that are coming from this is being guided from your extraterrestrial presence so this is also important to understand channeling from this point of view too because your guides right this goes for everybody your spirit guides are connecting to you and channeling through you not just just not not just factual bits of information that you can just write down like that sometimes they are aware that it's easier for you to access this knowledge through somebody else that's really close to you so so some of you may are are channeling insights from your guides and are channeling information from your guides but they know where you're at in your evolution in the sense of how much self-doubt you have so if you have some self-doubt they will 
validate what you already know through other people. So Jose, on a deeper level, you already know this stuff and they're guiding you to people to help remind you of what you already know because you are a timeless being and this information has already existed for eons, forever, okay? So it's about accessing and remembering what you already know. So you will access this information. You will learn a lot more about channeling and about you know energies and, and working with all of this because it already is of you. You already are working with those energies. You're now just becoming aware of working with those energies and becoming aware of it, conscious of it is the next step of empowerment, is the next stage of your lesson in those arts, okay? Becoming conscious of it is a whole nother level. But Jose, I mean, I've seen your photo before. I know you're an indigo, so you're naturally a channel. You're a channeler by, your, by nature, your essence. You transmute energies involuntarily. You walk into a space and you are involuntarily attuning to energies in your environment and transmuting those spaces. And this is why indigos can be so, you know, bogged down sometimes or they can be so emotional because they're so absorbent. They absorb all of this, all of these, you know, energies around them, both good and bad, you know, based on where they're attuned to. Okay. And, and so involuntarily speaking, energy work has been happening for you for a very long time already. And now you're just being guided to learn how to use it more in a conscious way. Jose, when you make music, okay, I see music and I see singing and playing. And when you play and when you sing, you have to understand that you are channeling energy, okay? The energy that inspires you to do a vocal run or, or say, um, you know, a couple of lyrics or whatever, um, whatever inflection or riff or run or vocal run, you know, that you are guided to produce is coming from source energy. Source energy sparked an inspiration in you, an instinct in you to, to sing that note at that moment of time, okay? In that specific moment, you knew that inflection would be impactful, okay? That's indicative to me that you know how to operate energy. You know how to work with energy. You already do work with energy because you are finally attuned enough where you can perceive the subtle fluctuations of these energies enough to channel it in this unique art form. Non-physical beings do not see people who channel energy with their hands any more or less talented than somebody who sings channeling energy, okay? In fact, that's seen as sometimes more, <laughs> more um, talented or more impressive to them because sometimes they don't sing, you know? But um, from their perspective, they're completely neutral, you know? We're all energy. We're channeling energy all the time. Every time we see, receive an instinct to go go um, talk to our best friend, to go call our best friend, or receive an instinct to give somebody a hug, that is an energy that you are channeling. Once you understand the engine that you are channeling energy okay, through you, you will begin to do it more consciously. You'll be able to be aware of you when you're doing it as you're doing it and you'll be able to consciously do it with your hands if that's what you choose your hands your mind be creative that's what this planet is here for stop following the rules guys stop following the rules you don't need to heal with your hands you can heal with your mind watch a movie what's your favorite 
what's your favorite um, fantasy movie? This is what I tell people too. When many of you are navigating the astral realms, many of you will be guided to the fantasy movies and novels that operate magic and energy in similar ways to how you uniquely would operate that energy as well. Okay, guys, stay with me, okay? Because we're all energy vessels, okay? And the best and clearest way that we can channel that energy through us is how we uniquely like to move. Some people love to dance, but not everybody can dance. But the people who can dance really well are channeling that energy through them so clearly and so powerfully, okay? So when you're watching that, it feels so impactful because that is a powerful energy that is coming through that person, okay? And it can come through any vessel, not just through dancing, not just through singing. You can do it with your hands. It doesn't matter, okay? Spirit is completely just guiding you to whatever you feel guided to and how you feel guided to express or convey or channel energy, okay? You know, if you see um, a video of someone or even a cartoon of someone doing unique hand movements, you may start adopting some of those hand movements in your energy healing work, okay? And you might realize, oh, wait, I, I realize I can man manipulate and move energy with my hands in this sort of way. And that does help me get the flow moving a little bit more, you know. And some people just like to rub their hands together, you know. And that's all they like to do. Everybody has a different sensibility. So it's about getting to know who you are first and foremost. Getting to know your sensibility, how your energy uniquely flows and what gets your energy to flow fastest and easiest, okay. Because that will be your leverage in knowing how to operate your energy, your magic, okay, most clearly, okay? And it's important to know, again, when that source energy is flowing through you, it also represents consciousness, not just a healing energy, not just an activating energy, but consciousness. The reason why you know how to use that energy and channel it in, in a way that you're saying exactly what you need to say or moving in the exact way you need to way is because your consciousness is equipped with the awareness to know how to use that energy. So you do have that consciousness, you do have that higher awareness, it's about accessing and integrating with that awareness more, okay? So I hope I gave you a couple little nuggets there, Jose or whoever else is watching here. I'll be sure to post this podcast on your post as well. Okay, so I'm just going to scroll through here, see if there's any other messages, any other readings perhaps that we could do here. Okay, jokes. So a lot of you have very, have a great many starseed origins, okay? And a lot of times I'm really just kind of narrowing it down a bit, you know, because there are so many systems within these systems, you know, the amount of planets within Orion, for example, you know, there's so, so, so many. The thing about starseed readings is you can keep going deeper. Think about human civilization. Think about all the different civilizations that have lived and died. Think about all the countries. Think about all the cultures that we have actively today. There are countries that you don't even know about, that you haven't heard about, cultures that you haven't even heard about, right? So remember this, guys. Remember, we have experienced 
um, a very, very deep and historical past, you know, for, for many of us. And the details of that go as deep or far deeper even than the context of your human life, you know, or human lives, you know, how colorful our human lives have been, how many experiences we've had, how many pains we've had, you know. We've experienced many, many past lives, simultaneous lives, future lives. Time doesn't exist in this universe. So we are experiencing so many different lifetimes. So it's important to know that, yeah, some of these dialects and some of these um, origins, you know, do you ever like see somebody you think like, oh, you know, they look Eastern European, you know, but you might not be know like, okay, maybe you don't know specifically what country they're from because you haven't been there or you haven't interacted with those that country before or that race, that specific small country, for example, you know, it's a bit like that, you know, you can be like, oh, this person is from Lyra. Okay, well, where in Lyra? There's a lot within Lyra, you know what I mean? So you can go deeper and you can find out uniquely about the story, your story, your life path, how your Lyran aspect evolved, how, you know, how it originated. It really, really goes deep. So I just want to say that, you know, because we're really, really, truly just brushing the surface, dropping seeds of awareness for you guys to investigate within yourself through your own inner journeying work, through your own meditations, through your own intuitions, following that, okay? Um, and, and following the trail of your intuition as well, because remember, your guides are guiding you to what they are saying through other people as well. So when something really uh, is a real aha moment for you or really pings on your heart and you just know this is resonating on a really big level, that is what they were trying to tell you, but they knew that you wouldn't objectively be able to receive. So they guided you instead to a post on Facebook or a person talking about something on a YouTube video that made you resonate and be like, okay, that's what they've been trying to tell me all along, okay? So I just want to say that because your origins can go far deeper than what I'm on the surface saying, okay? So I have here Carol open here, and a number of you are highly evolved. For example, Carol, you are highly evolved, and you're a good example of what I want to talk about here because the some of you have already gone through an immense spiritual journey and are still going on that, but you've already gone through so many evolutionary stages. And upon you know transcending these evolutionary stages throughout your life, you know, these different checkpoints, these different soul lessons, right? You often, if you're a starseed, you will integrate other starseed connections, other starseed aspects. This is not for everybody. Not everybody is a starseed, okay? Not everybody integrates starseed connections. Can everybody? Sure. But not everybody does. Not, it's not a part of everybody's path, okay? And um, <clears throat> it's also important to understand that, you know, because human beings, we perceive time in a linear sense when all of our lives are occurring simultaneous. Okay, so this is where it can get a little bit tricky sometimes. Because yes, technically all of those lifetimes already happened, but you will incrementally activate those lifetimes that are relevant to your human lifetime and insisting themes in your human lifetime. Um, and you will activate those consciousnesses from extraterrestrial races 
that will assist you know whatever you are going through in your human experience now did those lifetimes just become a part of your lifetime when you activated it no it's always been there but you've activated it through your dna through you evolving your consciousness all of these lifetimes have existed even far more than you can possibly conceive but you are activating the ones that are relevant to your path here and now, okay? And that's what we will understand as our past life or our future life or our simultaneous life, okay? So Carol, you are somebody, again, because you are evolved and you have gone through a lot and transcended a lot, you have multiple connections. You have multiple evolved starseed connections, okay? Some of them I can see are still physically incarnated and navigating and that what to me indicates whenever I see that there are, you know, aspects in other realms that are still evolving as well, that tells me that you are still evolving as well. That tells me there's still themes, emotional themes that you are transcending here and now in this world and once you transcend that here in this world, which is your greatest leverage to liberating that other version of you from another timeline you people come down as humans because it is the best way for them to liberate um, uh, versions of them on other planets that are trapped or in other realms that are trapped coming down as humans and the themes that we go through in such a rapid sequential kind of way um it gives us the opportunity to liberate our consciousness, which liberates those other aspects that are trapped in other worlds. So I see like one that is growing. This is like an animal being actually. Um, but I want to talk about your um, otherworldly starseed connections because you have Vega, which is beautiful, beautiful beings. You also have Pleiadian but the vegan is very fascinating to me because I do see actually your vegan connection stems from your Lyran aspect. So I do see a feline, beautiful feline being uh, around you, Carol. And this is a very, very high vibrational being. But because the Lyrans are such high vibrational beings, they resonate within the 11th dimension they have splintered into various different consciousnesses throughout the cosmos. So one of them is this vegan being as well. So you can think of them as just like another shape-shifted form of the Lyran being so that they can navigate different parts of our cosmos um, from different dimensional points of view and participate from different dimensional levels as well. Okay, when, you know, the Lyran aspect, they're so evolved and so non-physical, um, the Vegans possess that awareness as well because they stem from Lyra, many of them. Um, however, they can just navigate our universe differently, okay? The Vegans are highly healing beings with superior consciousness, um, but they're also extremely highly intelligent, okay? They love to learn about new things, learn about new planets as well, learn about new healing techniques, learn about science, learn about anything involved in the planetary affairs. They are scientific beings as well, 
they're just very knowledgeable, very intellectual, okay? So this is why they're great for, for infiltrating different civilizations and imparting their consciousness, assisting, you know, various different movements or stages in the development of planets, um, in, including um, the advancement of medicines and technologies, Okay, they're here to spread and share their knowledge and their healing gifts with the world. Okay, so vegans are very beautiful. You also have a Pleiadian aspect. Okay, and a couple others. I'm just going to open your photo here again just to see if there's anything else here. Okay, there's also a draconian aspect. This this aspect looks like a reptile, actually, um, but it's so interesting because I believe that you've integrated the vegan aspect to balance out um, the, and this is a turncoat, these draconians, you know, this is a positive one. You don't read a lot about the positive ones, <laughs> however, they do exist, and especially when they're integrated with consciousnesses like yours, you know, um, they are, you know of a positive influence, I do get that they are evolving, okay? So this is one aspect within you that is also growing, okay? Um, I was just double checking to see the role of, of this being and what I see when I tune in is, yes, this. I wanted to see if this being would would be leaving your consciousness but it does look like this being will integrate it looks like i just see the totality of your consciousness like a world and it's all kind of integrating into one being so all these different beings that we talked about represent you carol um the totality of you you in balance balancing out every different layer and aspect of you because every layer and aspect of our personalities our characteristics our traits are reflected in our ET aspects, in our starseed lineage, okay? Um, and, uh, you know, even if it's just the subtlest level of it, not all of it, right? But pieces of it, you know, the DNA of it is does stem from these consciousnesses, okay? And uh, I do see that integrating this being will help you integrate a lot of your more bold, nature of an authoritarian aspect that is more aligned like aligned discipline um yeah strength stamina um things like that your refined instincts um will come through and you will be able to almost uh charge your intellect and direct it in a way that is more impactful and compelling to people Okay, whatever you think about or your thoughts or whatever you're working on, this uh, draconian aspect is going to help with the delivery, okay, of, of getting it across to people. That power and umph that you need to relay things and get things across, okay? This is also your bravery, your honor, your the protector within you, okay? But mostly I see, um, yeah, this aspect is coming through to give you that umph and that just extra little rev in your engine, you know, to deliver points across to people in a way that you know that they'll be able to receive you or, um, or even if it's a larger group of people, 
um, the draconians are great at getting things across to larger groups of people okay what is interesting is you definitely your spirit your soul because i come across a lot of people in these communities who you know they're very just braided like with the ascended masters or the angelic realm the archangels things like that and they all have very powerful souls and, and they can uniquely have whatever purpose they want but what's interesting for you just from my perspective carol is that uh, i can see how connected to the extraterrestrial races you are and when Typically, a, a lot of times when I see people that, you know, woven and connected to the ETs specifically, less like, you know, the Ascended Masters, which you are connected to, by the way, but, you know, they're really guiding me to talk more about the ETs for you. Um, and and when, I, when I see that in people, to me, that always indicates that those people will be on the front lines more in the sense that you are like more from the ground up you will be on the ground here on earth you know teaching people about what they need to know not not and i doesn't and i'm not saying teaching like you have to become a teacher i mean that just like by you existing and you following your natural instincts and your own sensibility you will be guided and inspired to learn about things to relay information and knowledge to other people about certain things you understand the power in that. You understand that your power is leveraged through that, through knowledge, through information, okay? And you know that that is how you can create your impact. And you know that it's important. You see the importance in people knowing these things, these, these pieces of information, either scientific information or just intellectual information, factual information, things that we need to rationally, truly understand, you know? you know, about whatever it might be, about emotions or about spirituality, about healing, about whatever you're working on, you know, the, about whatever consciousness that envelops you. Um, I just see you more on the ground, okay? And that is a really admirable purpose. That doesn't mean that it's harder or not. It, it'll be as easy as anybody who follows what their instincts are, you know? But that's fascinating for me because I can see a lot of potentials for your future and a lot of, you know, just beautiful, impactful things that I can see you going on to do, Carol. So thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for being here on this planet because it is really, really a challenging one when we get down here. It really is. It's meant to be fun. It really is. I believe me, that's a huge part of why we came down here was to have fun and to do it while having fun. But we also, we do know that it is challenging, challenging as heck. So thank you. Thank you for everything that you do, Carol. So you guys, I think we are going to wrap up for today. Okay, what a wonderful session. I'm just scrolling through here in case there's one more maybe that we can do a quick um, anything on if they would like me to open up at all. I'm just scrolling here. I think I think I think we're good to go. I think we'll leave it off on that note. It feels like a good place to leave it off on. And again, if you guys are open and you would like, you know, to hear more podcasts, definitely let me know. Um, I'll post this in the Divine Creators with Cody Singh group. So leave your comments there. I'll respond to them on the post as well as probably in future podcasts if that is something you guys are wanting to hear. I'll definitely do more of them. 
And uh, yeah, just sending you guys so much love. Thank you genuinely from my heart to yours. It means the world to me to have you guys in this community, to be building that community, to be just connecting with one another and to have just like a place to open up for all of us, not just me. Selfishly, I just love coming on here and feeling like I have a home away from home. No matter where I am, I feel at home when I open these groups because I feel you. I feel you when I open this group specifically. So, yeah, you guys, you know, thank you again for everything. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you again. Bye, guys. Take care.